Hello, friends. It's your old pal, Ariel Hawani, back with another episode of DC and Hawani. We've got a great one coming up for all of you. And of course, we're less than two weeks away from DC's trilogy fight against Stipe Miocic, UFC 252. Holy smokes. I can't wait. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more on today's pod. So don't go anywhere. But first, I want to share with all of you how excited I am that the NBA is back. I think I've watched at least a portion of every single game. Didn't leave my couch all weekend. Just watching everything back to back. My Raptors killing it on Saturday against the Lakers. The Clippers look great. TJ Warren of the Pacers getting buckets on Saturday night. 53 points. How about the Rockets? DC's Rockets doing big things against the Bucks on Sunday night. Well, anyway, my good friend Brian Windhorse talks about the NBA's exciting restart on today's episode of the Hoop Collective podcast. I've already listened to it. It's a phenomenal listen. Also, the great J.J. Redick of your New Orleans Pelicans. He joined Pablo Torre on today's episode of ESPN Daily to talk about what it's been like playing on Disney's campus inside the bubble. A fascinating listen about what it's actually like for the players inside the bubble. Got a lot going on here, my friends, and we're only getting started. So check out the Hoop Collective and ESPN Daily wherever you get your podcasts. As for today's program, as always, listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ariel Helwani's MMA Show. Back in your life on this Monday, August 3rd, 2020. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new edition of DC and Helwani. And as always, we are presented by Modelo. Modelo Especial. Brewed for those with a fighting spirit. That's DC, Daniel Cormier. I'm Helwani, Ariel Helwani. And DC, my man, you look fired up today. You look all hot. Is it because we're less than two weeks away from your triumphant return? Is it because we're less than two weeks away from UFC 252, the much-anticipated trilogy fight between you and Stipe Miocic? What's going on here? Yes, and I just feel strong. And I just realized that when when, T- when Tiago changed the background today, I thought, Y'all, mu- y'all must have forgot because I mean, y'all must have forgot that I'm nice with these. Y'all must have forgot that this is what I do. This is what I do, though. With you know the Roy Jones Billboard topping hit, y'all must have forgot just plays in my head constantly as I get closer to the fight. It's it's crazy, but yeah, yeah, man. Like you know, let's. Did you let see me just sit some the, bars for me last let me week? Sit, the remix. He gave me the remix. Yeah, and, and let me tell you something. Ariel, I, I don't know if I've ever been more engaged than when Roy was rapping. Like, was I've amazing. watched your show, and I've watched your show religiously now that we're partners in this thing. Mm-hmm. But this had to be, by far, your greatest interview. By the way, Roy, uh, Tiago, uh, your, your training partner, switches the, the photos for you? Well, he did this week. He goes, D. He goes, D. I want to make different picture this time. What are you I doing, by what, the way? What exactly are you doing right now? So – you guys, well, ESPN hates natural light, so I don't know what, what's going on. So I'm taping my, my, my curtain to the wall with wow. athletic tape. So I'm trying to keep the natural light out, you know. So, yeah, I, you know. And you I'm, felt, I'm you one, felt like I'm it was good to do this on the air. I'm a one-stop to- one shop for all things 
entertainment. You know what I'm yes. saying? So, yeah, Tiago was like, D, I want to put new picture this week. I said, okay, my brother, she'll ask week. Which one you choose? He was like, I want double champion. I said, I'm all for it, baby. Let's go. So, Let's so go. not only does he he train with you, he gets you your coffee and – He's which the is best. The, the pictures. He's, wow. he's the best. But, it's it, you know, it, hey, he's the best. He's the nicest guy in the world. And uh, this is his last week. My this boy's out of here. Three months I spent with Tiago Beowulf. I miss him, man. But I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. But, you know, like he said, it's life here. It's life here. You know, <laughs> life moves and life does this. And, uh, hey, you know, D, I may always be rumble guy, you know, because he never says humble. He says rumble. <laughs> a rumble guy, D, you know. You stay Wait, rumble. he's not going to Vegas? He's going to Vegas, but he's out of my house, right? He's been in when my house. When did you go to man. Vegas? I leave Sunday, bro. I oh, my Sunday. God. I oh can't my believe goodness. this. I can't believe it. <laughs> isn't it crazy? Like, isn't it crazy? Doesn't it feel like it was like a – it felt like it was a year ago yesterday. And we started this whole journey together. We started this whole journey together. Like, March, you are kind of, you know, you're a little heavy set, you know. It's like, uh, and, and now here we got through the whole training camp, and you're actually leaving this Sunday? Wow, this is crazy, because, man. So, I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get this one off this time mm-hmm. because this one – was the one that finished the first fight, right? It was like this. I'm trying to get that one off this time with the left hook, but I got to try to I make sure I keep the right hand, t- right elbow tucked. You know, that's what Big George told me. Big George, right elbow tucked, DC. And when that right elbow's tucked, he will leave you openings. And I watched, and I watched, and I watched, and guess what? George is right. There are some openings when he's throwing that body shot. Interesting. Crazy. Where? Where? Up top? Can't tell you that. I want to okay. make sure that I save that for next week. Sure, but he's sure. throw, he's throwing it, and he's throwing it so hard that there he's leaving big openings. Big, big, so big, big George, George saw it. actually broke down tape for big you? George, big George saw it. Mark Henry saw it. Rosendo, they all saw it. They all saw some openings when he's throwing those body shots. Yeah, it's good. Wow. Um, oh, you, know, you know what's so crazy? Like, we started this together. You would have actually – you would in a normal world – you would have actually fought this past Saturday. You know that, right? August 1st. Yeah, August 1st. That was supposed to Chase be the Center, date. right? Yep. That was supposed to be the, the date. Did August you think 1st. about that at all? Like, man, it would have been over right now. You know, honestly, when I, when I think about it, I was happy because with the extra two weeks. You know, any more preparation time, I was just like, I was, I, was, I was a fan of it. So, it's good. We're getting close. We're getting very, very close. And I can feel it now because I can't think of anything else. I can't hardly sleep. I can't, I can't really think of anything else. The only you- time... I'm able to disconnect myself a little bit when I when I watch the Houston Rockets throw up 63s and make 20 and beat the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, the only good. thing that brings me joy in this moment is the NBA bubble outside of a oh, it's been amazing preparation. I mean, it's it was been impressive. Amazing. When not not as impressive as as the Raptors Lakers game on Saturday night, but still, you've been uh, trying to you keep trying to get that in there. Like the yeah, Raptors, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw it the other day. The Raptors just had gave everybody a reminder. You know, yeah, like yeah, we're the yeah, champions. Yeah, forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, I feel I feel honestly, it was more because the Lakers were on this extreme high against the the Clippers. It was a come down game. It was a bit of a come down game. You know, you're looking at the Raptors after mm. the battle for LA and, and and it was a letdown game that's all that was your Sixers pick is is looking really good that was a really <laughs> strong pick bad. As, it's looking bad it's looking as expected bad. are um, you even want, trying 
Are they even trying? Well, they're fighting each other on the sidelines. I don't know if you saw that. They're, no, they're... I didn't. I didn't. What happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who is it? Uh, Shake Milton and, and Joel Embiid were fighting on the sidelines. They were getting into an argument. Oh. They had to be separated. I mean, it's Well, a that's going to be the end of Shake Milton. Like, yeah. <laughs> by Shake Milton, you just literally got you, – you, you may as well have walked in and requested a trade if you're going to fight with Joel Embiid. So, bye, Shake hey, I want to ask you a couple of things about the camp. I noticed a couple of interesting uh, faces join the yes. squad. Luke Rockhold back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, Rock- how did that happen? So Luke was back in last week. You know, doesn't want me to prepare uh, without without him, and he came in for the week, and he still he actually ends up staying for this final week to help and just kind of give me those familiar faces. Kane, you know, obviously Kane's always around. Um, so yeah, it just feels like the old crew's back together. You know, like it, it feels good to have the guys um, around again. Feels good, nice. Buchecha as well. Yeah, the Marcus Almeida, Buchecha. He, uh, that the newest man, signing of one championship. The one, the one signing. Uh, yeah, he's he came in last week, and you know he's been one of the guys that I've grappled with for a really long time. I hadn't been able to grapple with him recently. He was back in town last week, and and he's learning to stand up. But also for me, the most he's most valuable in the jujitsu, and I got some of the best jujitsu I've had in a long time on Thursday with him, and I was completely exhausted grappling with a 13-time world champion and the greatest jiu-jitsu player of all time. So it's been, it's been amazing. Uh, Corey Anderson gets back to mo- today. Corey oh. Anderson gets back into town today. He's there for the last week, that final hard push. We're putting together the best camp possible for this situation. Um, all of it at your house, all the training? So we had been going to uh, AKA some. No, no, Beowulf, Beowulf, please. Oh, here it is. There it is. Hey, There's Beowulf, the coffee. Please, please, could you come and say bye for Ariel? Oh, my please gosh. I'm so sad right now. Please say bye for Ariel because oh. this is the last weekend. Hey. No, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm very sad. Very <laughs> sad. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to deliver the coffee on Mondays? Before was like three months, and now Beowulf leaves. Two weekends. Oh, my Beowulf, gosh. Thank you for everything. Hey, thank the show you, appreciates you. Thank you. Thank you. Without <laughs> you. None of this would be possible. <laughs> Without the, hey, support Tiago. <laughs> support him because, because what, support, Ariel? He supports us. Well, he supports mostly us. You, mostly you. But, yeah, so Corey's back. We've put together a strong camp, man. And, but the and training feel, at home, so no AKA because I always see you at home. So, so here's, here's, here's the thing. So we trained at AKA um, for like a month, right? But then we started, you know, the, the gyms, it's hard. You know, it's hard with the environment and everything that's going on with the COVID and everything. So it just felt safer to be confined. And then I got a message yesterday uh, because I was going to go back to AK and Sparta day. Um, and we got a message saying that there were some guys that are hoping to get photos, right? Because that's kind of was part of the bigger, the issue. When I started going back to AK, there were a lot of people, right? Like waiting for photos and autographs and, I love the fans. I do. I do this for the fans. But in this day and age, you know, you never know what can happen with the uh, with the COVID. And then today, uh, last night, one of the guys that's a, a great guy that's been around my whole career gets his photos and everything. He sent us a message saying that there were some people that were going to go, and he knows them, but um, they had been in contact with people with the COVID. Oh no! So it's very dangerous to no, even, no, no, you know, no, it's scary. No, no, you know, no, so no, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a bit scary, you know, to get yeah, to two no. weeks before Listen. and then come into contact with someone who has all the best intentions, right? No, like, no, no, no. but then the guy has. So these guys, they don't have bad intentions for me, 
I believe that they just want their photos. But the reality yeah. is, the photo to them is important for me. The fight's important, and I need to protect myself. Yeah, yeah. We'll so take now photos I'm, on August 16th. Come I'm on. a little bit worried about going to the gym because of uh, this message I received. Just stay, just stay at home. You got a great setup there. Where are these I've guys from? Set- the people who want the photos. Where are they from? Independence, Ohio? Where are they from, huh? Where are they from? <laughs> they just get me, dog. They, try yeah. to get me. they came on a mission. They yes. came on a mission to get the boy. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I want to go spar at the gym. I do. But um, I just don't know if that's in the For nostalgic right reasons or because you uh, feel man, like there's my, a benefit. I love being at AK, man. I love the preparation. Mm-hmm. I love my, you know. But my coaches, hey, every one of my coaches comes to my house. It's not like Javier Mendez Perfect. isn't going to be there. He comes Perfect. every time. I got back to, you know, me and Hob trained so good last week, and it was amazing. My wife heard him just yelling at me from the garage as she was all the way on the opposite side of the house. She said, it must have been hard today. She goes, I can hear Hob from the room. I was like, Selena, he was on fire today. Harder punch. I was like, dang, Hob, you want to relax a little bit? You're going to kill me up in here, man. I'm standing there and, and just, like, exhausted. It was, it was, it was, it was great. It's it been must great. have been really loud. I mean, with that palatial estate that you know. Oh, is come on. I don't know. Like, in my bungalow. In yeah. my bungalow. I mean, in my Eskimo, my Eskimo hut. By the way, speaking of, of, of uh, you know, the slumming that you're doing over there, um, I couldn't help but notice on your Instagram, I believe you and the, the squad, the boys, you guys were watching TV. And uh, I think uh, Corporate Jake has uh, some photos here, which I took for, for evidence. Uh, you have a, a chair a box and then a TV on top of the box. What exactly is going How does one of the greatest fighters of all time watch TV with a chair, a box and a TV on top of the box? What is going on over here? Wait, so wait, so, okay. Now you see, so in context, yes, the, the house that we're at is my old house that I'm about to rent out. Right. So it's not, it's not, um, the house that my family lives in because of the COVID. So we're having the slum, like not slum, we're having to like live in my old place. So in my old place, it's only guys. It's me and five guys. So aesthetics aren't as important to us. So, you didn't have a TV stand before? You don't have anything so that you have I to did. put a- so we have a So we have two TVs in one room. So on the mantle is a big TV, a 65-inch TV. That's the TV for Tiago's video game. That's where he plays his video games. My TV goes back and forth with me. It's a smaller, right? So I take it upstairs when I go to bed, and I bring <laughs> it downstairs to play video games when I come to the living room. Well, the best setup was to get that chair with the box, because if we don't put it on the box, we put it just on the chair. It covers that little sensor on the bottom so the remote doesn't work. Ah, yeah, so annoying. we put it on the box, and I put my PlayStation on top of one of those little storage bins, and we play video games together, or... I could watch the basketball game in the living room while they while they play video games or while they watch something else. So it's just like it's like a it's like a fraternity house. It's kind of embarrassing, you know. So when people it go to like this house is disgusting. What is wrong with you guys? I'm like we'll clean it before we leave. But right now we just we just uh, we play video games. So like Tiago will be on his TV or Ian, my chef or or Duran. They'll play one TV and I'll play on the other and we play like co-op video games. The Division. We play. NBA 2K, we play Far Cry, we play all these games together. So, yeah. So at at the end of the night, you unplug that TV and you walk up. Unplug it and I walk it upstairs. Is it like a 42 inch TV or something like that? It's a 55 inch TV, but it's super light. It's super light. Like it's it's not heavy. And the guys help me, right? So I'll carry it, or Tiago will carry it, or Ian will carry it. Like somebody carries it. And when you bring it upstairs, it goes right back onto another chair in that room because there's no more furniture in there. We took it, we moved. 
So in that room where I sleep is a bed and a, a chair with things to put the TV on. Not that long ago, uh, you told us when you were in Vegas calling the fights, you, you bought a TV from one of these stores and then you were going to return it a week later. It's that TV, yes. I kept oh, it. You kept <laughs> I kept it. I ended up keeping it. Well, you made me feel like you made me feel yeah. bad. Well, I was just going to suggest, why don't you just do that again now? Why don't you just buy a second TV and then you don't have to carry it up and down? Well, this TV, I can travel everywhere, right? So I can take it. This TV is like now my travel TV. So when we go to Vegas, the TV is going to travel to Vegas with us. It's become you're a part drive of the there? team. You're going to you gonna drive no, to Vegas? No, I'm, I'm, I'm flying to Vegas. Yeah, so I'm how are you going to send the TV with you? Well, because we have a lot of stuff. So Cassandra's driving to Vegas. Ah, she doesn't okay. want to fly. She's going to drive. And uh, she's going to put the TV in the car and all the bags, right? So all we have to do is just go to uh, – we just have to go to the airport and fly over there. Um, uh, Stipe Miocic finally emerged. Uh, he he, yeah, he, he did. did some media last week. He spoke to uh, Brett Okamoto. Did you, did you see the, the interview? And, and if so, any takeaways from the interview? I watched it in full yesterday. Scary. He's mad. Stipe's big. He's always mad. Like, wouldn't well, Stipe become this angry guy? He was so nice before, but now he's like, you know, I think Stipe has made turned a switch in his head in regards to me, and that's good. I'm happy. I'm happy that he did something. And sounds like he's training, and sounds like he's doing a lot of the same things that we're doing, right? Like he said, he's got to set up in his garage now or in his basement, and they're doing stuff there just as we're doing. So, um, it's exciting. We're in a different time, man. But I feel like we're preparing him and I both as thoroughly as anyone could under the circumstances. I think it's gonna be a great fight. Does it annoy you? Like even in the comments, it's all about the eye pokes, uh, eye pokes, eye pokes, eye pokes. Like you've become somehow the eye pokes guy. Does this annoy you? Um, you know, the reality is I know I'm not doing it to the guy on purpose. Like I, I you know, I, I've been trying to fix it, you know, because part of the reason was happening was that when I, I'm not as tall as the guys. So when I'm sparring these big guys, Sometimes I'll flick out my hand because I'm wearing a 16-ounce glove and I'll kind of hit them, but it'll be like almost slapping them. Mm. But then when you do that with the four-ounce gloves to ex- ex- extend yourself, there's no fingers cov- There's no finger covers, you know? So, um, yeah, it, it kind of sucks that all of a sudden I'm this dirty fighter. Like, that's, that's not the case. But the reality is, though, like, you don't have to worry about that, by the way. It doesn't is it really okay? is it it doesn't it okay? make a difference. Yes, Can you give me make- permission? Thank yes, you, I give you man. permission. Like this was crazy. Like it, oh, nothing. Ha- by the way, I don't see what you're doing. Nothing is is changing. It's this, like I just, no, I, no, 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 no. But like when you go from one <laughs> setting to the next, to the next yeah, help? nothing's changing. No, oh. it's well, just I, you I talking like away from the microphone. So, ooh, the hair's looking nice, huh? Wow. Yeah, saw like, that oh, for a God. second. Have you ooh. seen the back lately? No, the I back is just crazy, bro. It's like my male pattern can baldness. I mean, I can lift the computer. Well, just turn around. Look at this. Oh, here we go. Oh, I mean, oh my god. It's bad dog dog. Look at that. <laughs> what happened? What I happened? Mean, you're 41. <laughs> like what happened? It's so crazy. When you but, look um, down like this and just look up with your with your hair, you really do look like Carl Winslow. Like you look exactly like Carl Winslow. Yeah, it's amazing. Okay. So like that's not that's not a freaking that's not <laughs> a, a freaking compliment, dude. Like what are you talking about? Like some seriously. <laughs> Who's hey, going to so cut it? And when are you going to cut it? Um probably Probably before the fight, you know, I'll okay. probably get something done to it. You know, I might even do that island thing before the fight instead of cutting the ball again. I don't know. Like maybe I should. I mean, if we do it like sake. the last ride, might as well. That's right. Hey, can my hair have made it all the way to the end of my career? <laughs> that's a whole. That's an achievement in itself. Hanging but on. Back to the eye poke thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 frustrating. You know, I I fought as hard as I can, and 
I don't want to stick Steve Miocic in the eye. I really don't. Like, um, it is what it is, though. You know, like, that's something for people to hold on to. And, and look, man, it's easy to it's easy to try to find fault in a guy that hasn't given you much reason to fault him. You know, like, so you, 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 you harbor on the towel and you harbor on me poking Stipe in the eye, you know, because what else, what else are you going to do? You know? So if there's a negative people hang on to the negative and that's what they're doing right now. So is what it is. He didn't like the, uh, the wrestling shoes comment, I think. Uh, yeah, you know, he said, I thought we were fighting, you know, this is a wrestling match. But the reality is I can fight him. You know, I, I, I can fight him. You know, if this is a 25-minute stand-up fight, I have all the ability to beat him in that. You know, the, the first fight was a five-minute stand-up fight. And we were tit-for-tat. The second fight was a 20-minute stand-up fight. And until the very end, we were tit-for-tat, if not me winning the fight the majority of the time. So I have the ability to stand with this guy. So... There's no part of me that's afraid of Stipe Miocic in any way, shape, or form, even though he won the last fight. Like, I still feel like I'm going to beat him, and I'm going to beat him going away. Is there any part of you, uh, last thing on all this, I'm just curious, like, you're like, man, this is the last Monday doing this, or this is the last, like, not only for this fight, this rivalry of your athletic career, a career that spans multiple decades. Like, do you get nostalgic at all about any of this throughout the process, or are you so focused on the fight? I do think about it. I do think about it. You know, like I think about the fact that I've, I've spent my entire life competing, right? Like since I was 15 years old, was the first time I wrestled in an international competition, right? So for 26 years, I've, I've competed at the highest level of sport. You do think about it. But the reality is I've got so much on my plate that I'm going to be fine. I, I thought my life would change last year when I lost the belt. I mean, four years, I was a UFC champion. And so I was fearful that my life would look different and it doesn't, you know, you got to think now I'm more, I'm more, I'm more in tune with, with, with myself away from that championship, but I'm also more connected to, to projects than I've ever been in my life, you know, from our show to, well, you got 85 uh, jobs now. You just announced another one with EA. Yeah, that's How crazy, many jobs man. do you actually have? Like you have legit like nine, 10 jobs. It's crazy. Well, I'm, I'm lucky, Ariel, right? Like I've, I'm, I'm, I've got my, my commentary on the EA sports game. I've got my commentary on the, in the fight, my fighting career. I've got our show, which is number one. I mean, well, I've you got said detail. It was the third thing that you said, but fine. I've got detail. I've got the EA sports uh, ratings adjuster. Look, People can people can fault you and say things about you, about you're this, you're this, and the other. But the reality is, people find value in working with me, and I'm just lucky. So <laughs> hate all you want. Hey, can you, know, can you be unbiased though with that ratings thing? I mean, like, what if it comes to you know some of your your, my your rivals? Own, yes. You know, they, they, there's a new rating system in EA Sports. You know, and uh, one of my rivals is going to be as highly rated as you possibly can be. Who, Vulcan? <laughs> I tried. Like I tried to give. I, you know, I like Vulcan. I, I'm not going to be in here doing what you do. I just about insulted him, what? but then I stopped because I'm not going to play your game. Like you always try to do that to me. 
You try to drag me down, you little scum, that little dirty. You try to drag me down that dirty little road that you like to do. I'm not going to roll in the garbage with you and insult fighters. Wow. No wow. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I still can't believe your fight is happening in a small cage. Like I was watching on Saturday and it hit me. I was like, that cage is so small. And, you know, by the way, the stats, uh, there's a young man, a reporter on, on Twitter, uh, Scott Fontana is his name, and he did a breakdown of the, the finishes from the small cage to the big cage from like – the June fights said the July fights, right? It's not that big of a difference. No. The stats would suggest it's not that big of a difference. But aesthetically, it just seems so tiny. Like, you guys are actually going to be fighting in a tiny cage. Well, Stipe's going to be taller. Like, he's going to be so much yes. taller than the cage. It's going to look odd. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Look, man, you just go fight. Like, you just go fight. I'm ready to just go fight. You know, I'm ready to go fight this dude and go put this dude in the rearview mirror. That's it. Like, we can fight in the small cage. We can fight in the back. We can fight wherever. We can fight wherever. Let's just go get it done and put this three-year thing behind us. Like, it's been three years yeah. since Stipe and I have been preparing for each other. So I'm ready to go put this behind me and, and, and move forward into my life. And hopefully there are more jobs to come when fighting's done. Speaking of that small cage and on Saturday, let's transition to what happened. A couple of big things happened. How about Derek Brunson? Wow. Everyone's Bro. sleeping on old Derek Brunson, calling him a gatekeeper, a stepping stone. And he just, I mean, first round a little slow, but then end of the second round, you can make a case that fight should have been stopped. And then certainly in the third round, he, he made it, you know, very apparent that he was the better man that night and beat him up and beat up Edmund Shabazzian to the point where the, the referee had to stop it via TKO. How impressed were you with Derek Brunson? And let me also ask you this. Did the UFC make a mistake in hindsight? You know, hindsight being 2020, was it too soon for Edmund Shabazzian to fight a guy like Derek Brunson? I, you know, I was very impressed with Derek. You know, I, I think a lot of the general public felt like, okay, Derek's in this role now where he takes on these young up-and-coming guys and they go past him and they just kind of go forward. But the reality is he's not accepting that. That was Ian Heinish a year ago, right? Mm. That was Ian Heinish in, in UFC 241. He was the guy. He was big. He was powerful. He looked good. He was the guy that was supposed to be the next star. Derek put him back. And now Derek has won three fights in a row, and he's looking better every time. You look at Derek Brunson, and there was a graphic up on ESPN MMA, and it was the people that he's fought. And it's insane, the murderous row of guys that Derek Brunson has been in the octagon with. So when these young guys get an opportunity to beat him and propel themselves into those fights, you have to understand that you're fighting a guy that's seen the very best that mixed martial arts has to offer. So if you're not one of the best, he is going to beat you. And he did it to Edmund Shabazian. And he withstood the first round, which wasn't awful. It was just mm -hmm. close. But then by the second round, you could tell that he was going to run away with the fight. And at the end of the second round, I thought the fight was about to be stopped. It looked like Herb was in there about to stop the fight. And um, it, it, it's crazy because of all the, 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 the late stoppage controversy a couple weeks prior that at the end of the second round, Herb looked like he wanted to stop the fight, and the time just ran out. Shabazzian was done. He looked like he was knocked out. But then right as the third round started, the moment he started to start take damage, Herb knew you could tell by his body language. And that's why he's one of the best officials in the game, right? Because he can read Shabazzian's body language and see, I don't think this kid wants to be here. And the fight will stop Justin. Wasn't too fast, though. It wasn't too fast. He was number nine in the world. Derek Brunson is number eight in the world. That's how it works. It's sink or swim. You know, in our game, you get a chance to fight and beat people and, and build your resume. 
But ultimately, by building your resume, you put yourself in line for those types of fights. And we see it, Ariel. I've always said this: tale as old as time, right? That 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 old fairy tale thing, right? The princesses from Disney. Um, it's always going to be that. The veteran has to fight the young guy for the young guy to go to where he needs to be. We've all done it. We've all done it. And uh, it just wasn't Shabazzian's time. But that's exactly what needed to happen. You always find yourself in those spots. I did it. I fought Josh Barnett, right, to go to the next level. I fought Frank Mir to go to the next level. It's always when you're the prospect, you got to beat somebody to get to that next level. And um, so it wasn't too quick. It was exactly what needed to happen because who else is he supposed to fight? And once again, someone with uh, bleach blonde hair wins. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> we saw it with Davidson figure. I mean, everyone with the bleach blonde hair. Uh, I man, can't believe you. Like, you're making these. Like, I don't understand where you're drawing these conclusions from. Like, what? now it's a, a blonde hair thing. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it just seems on, like Ariel. it just seems like a trend. But no, I don't believe it was too soon. It was the natural next step for Edmund. Yep. As yep. you said, rankings wise, but also you know he like Brad Tavares. Derek Brunson, right? It just made all the sense in the world. And he stumbled. And I don't think that, you know, we should give up on the guy. I don't think that he's a bust. He's only 22. He was 11 and 0. Last three fights ended via first round finish. He'll be around. I mean, Derek Brunson was knocked down in the first round by Robert Whitaker and Israel Desanya in a similar spot, although Edmund was a little younger than those guys when they fought. And, and in this case, Derek righted the wrong. And also, Let's give a shout out to Henry Hooft, who ever since, you know, Derek linked up with him down in uh, South Florida at Sanford MMA, he's on this three-fight winning streak. So something good is happening over there for uh, – Those Derek. guys are building some real momentum down there because yeah. Vicente Luque looked fantastic too, Gilbert right? They're Burns building, recently, Gilbert right? Burns looks phenomenal. Like, those guys have some real momentum going down there. But Derek Brunson, you're right. Like, and again, as I was talking to, it's a natural progression, right? Israel Asanya beat um, – uh, I don't know who he beat right before Derek, but I remember UFC 230 in Madison Square Garden. It was like that moment, right? It is was Ed actually Asanya, Brad Tavares. It was Brad, right? It, it was Brad Tavares. Yeah. So it was like, is Ed Asanya real? You know, like, is he going to be able to get past that guy that's for a long time been in the mix? And he put Derek out, you know, and Robert Whitaker on his way to becoming the champion, fought Derek Brunson. So it was like, is Edmund Shabazian one of those guys that we can view as a, a future champ? And uh, Derek just put him in his place. But the reality is it's it's very dangerous when you start to view a guy like Derek Brunson as a gatekeeper because he's so good and he's so tough. And and when he was losing those fights to those guys, he was training with his homeboys at his house or at his at his uh his gym. Now he's got a real team at Safford MMA and those guys are uh those guys are doing real well. Yeah, uh, I'm curious what they do with him next because uh, I don't know if you saw this, but they announced that Robert Whitaker is gonna fight Jared Cannonier. <laughs> So that's a really important fight. They're not going with uh, Robert versus Jack Hermanson. Hermanson and Darren Till are playing footsie with each other, but Till might be out for quite some time with the torn MCL. So maybe you do Jack Hermanson versus Derek Brunson, right? You do Hermanson. I think you could do Hermanson Brunson, but the reality is Derek's going to have to sustain a win streak. A little. If he's trying to get to a title shot, right? Something that's evading him this whole time. Mm-hmm. He'll have to get through a guy like Jack Hermanson, but he's going to have to do another one. Right. He's going to have to put together oh, sure. five, six in a row because the winner of Jared and, and, and Robert are, is going to fight for the title. And I'm telling you, man, the way Jared Cannonier has looked since going to middleweight, it's, it's scary how good he has looked. Um, but it will be over a month, excuse me, a year since his last fight by the time yeah, he fights. Man. Plus he had the torn pec. Have you That's ever t- dang- tore your pec? No. No, but Sounds I have like one painful. of my friends, Terrace Peck, and, and his, it makes your chest like it, almost half of it is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like almost half of your uh, your muscles gone. It, 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 
it shortens everything. Um, good fight. I'm excited about it. It's a great fight. The middleweight division is on fire right now, and, and uh, I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. All right, let's also talk about uh, Joanne Calderwood. I have to admit, DC, my heart broke for JoJo. She rolled the dice. She wanted to be active. She said thanks but no thanks to the, uh, the title shot. And in the end, uh, she got beat up on the feet. She was getting beat up. And then on the ground with the arm bar, she loses via first-round arm bar mm-hmm. uh, to Jennifer Maya. Ah, I, f- I mean, like, give Jennifer all the respect in the world. She, she won that fight fair and square, but I really felt bad for Joanne. And then we found out afterwards she fainted in the back and she was sent to the hospital, but she's doing better now. She's back home. Don't have an official word as to what happened, but uh, Joanne's one of the nicest, sweetest people you'll ever meet. And I, and I really felt bad for her on Saturday. I love those. those she, her impressions are fire. Those, those impressions she did were great. Here, here's the problem, right? So here's the problem. When you're a fighter like most fighters and you're sitting in the middle of a pandemic, right, and you're promised a title shot, but the champion's hurt, you're not making so much money that you're going to just be waiting around. Like, if there's an opportunity, go get paid. You go get paid. And um, unfortunately, in this instance, it didn't work, you know, and it's sad for Joanne Calderwood, but her saving grace is going to be that 125 isn't the deepest division. So if she can couple of wins together, a couple wins together, she may find herself right back in that position. Um, it, it's, it's always hard when you, when that happens, right? Someone says, I'm a fighter. I want to fight when they're promised a title shot. But the reality is, what do you, what are you going to do? You know, you got to go and make money. And, um, she went to make money, and unfortunately, it didn't work. But we all four fighters, we, we gamble on ourselves a lot of times. And uh, you just hope that it goes well. Yeah, I heard her Her arm is uh, is a little messed up. So, obviously, she hung on as, as much as possible. Uh, tough situation for her. Afterwards, Valentina Shevchenko tweets, I'll see you soon, Jennifer Maya. And it sounded like Dana White was interested in that fight. Obviously, slim pickings at 125. Yeah. Um, Cynthia Calvillo's out there as well. I suggested that Maya fight Calvillo to determine the number one contender, but it sounds like the UFC is interested in that. And I spoke to Shevchenko, by the way, on Saturday night. She told me she's back to full-time training after the knee surgery, and she's hoping to return in November. Does Jennifer Maya have a chance against Valentina Shevchenko, in your opinion? Well, that's what I was about to tell you. I was like, you win all you want at 125. Here are your prize. You get to fight Valentina Shevchenko. Like... Dude, so crazy. It's like watching her and Amanda Nunes just buzz through people. Is, it's it's insane. And Jennifer Maya is tough. She showed a lot of ability in a short time uh, on Saturday. But I, I just don't know who can compete with Valentina right now. I think you have to be – for me, I think you have to be a, a phenomenal wrestler and grappler to get Valentina where she has to fight on the ground for a long time. Mm-hmm. You've got to extend the grappling exchanges – if you want a chance to get Valentina because she's so good in the stand-up. There's just – she fought Amanda Nunes for 10 rounds and never looked out of her element. You know, that's how good she is um, in, in terms of striking. So you got to be a, a great grappler with an ability to take her down and keep her down. I don't know if Jennifer Maya is that, that, that person. Yeah. I think the gap between – Shevchenko and the rest of the weight class is the biggest gap maybe that we've ever seen in the UFC, even bigger than DJ and the flyweights back in the day. No, Amanda Nunes in 145. I mean, there's like three people at 145. But it doesn't doesn't matter though. There's like literally two people. But but Ariel, when we watched uh, watched, uh, 
Felicia Spencer, and it, yeah. it looked like a sparring session. Yeah, but we just had Cyborg there not that long ago. I know she steamrolled right through her, but there wasn't a big gap between Nunes yes, and Cyborg. Yes, no, there wasn't a big gap are. between Cyborg and Amanda, but, like, I mean, I, Amanda just – Amanda could fight. That's why when I listened to Amanda, somebody said such she might think about retiring. Yeah. Why would you ever consider retirement when you can literally go out there and spar for 25 minutes if you wanted to be a sparring session, get paid a million dollars, and just go home to your family. I hope she's like, getting paid a million dollars. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, she's probably doing well. I mean, you got to imagine I she's hope. doing well at this point. But she can just beat everybody up. I would never retire if I was Amanda Nunes. I'd fight till I was 40 years old. I'd fight till I was as old as DC if I was Amanda Nunes. If you're making money like that and going through people in the way that she has been. So we'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, speaking of people who fainted, what a weird night that was. Uh, yeah, what was up with that? That's kind of scary, actually. Yeah. That's actually kind of scary. Like, what's going on in the building where Trevin Giles uh, faints yep. and then uh, Calderwood. Joanne Calderwood does the same thing? Like, what's going on in this? You know, what's going on? Like, it's kind of scary a little it bit. It is scary. And plus, all the other cancellations leading up, we had uh, Mershot test positive on Saturday as well. Uh, Giles apparently doing better. They're trying to get Kevin Holland another fight this weekend. But yeah, that was a weird one. Not, I saw some people saying it was like the most cursed event. UFC 223 forever will be the most cursed event in UFC history. That was the one with the Dolly in Brooklyn and then everyone started pulling out, at, you know, like <laughs> uh, Chiesa and Ray Borg and the Max Holloway situation. That will be the craziest 48 hours in UFC history, but this one was, uh, was certainly close. Uh, actually, we're going to talk about someone involved in that card in a second, but for now, let me tell you, DC, about our good friends over at Modelo. And how about our guy, Robert? Actually, it's Pearson. I've been mispronouncing his name. It's Robert Pearson who put out that. Yo, that. come on. We can't change the guy's name know, every week. Know, it was sorry. Robert Pearson. It was Robert. It, it was Roberts Pearson. And now it's Roberts Pearson. <laughs> no, I don't think it's ever been Roberts. I think the S. He is... said it's. He said it's. No, he told me himself. It's Roberts. Oh. Well, then, we, then. we had this discussion before. <laughs> What are you anyway, Robert, so now it's Roberts Pearson. <laughs> like, I think on, so. I, I think so. Someone in the comment. So you you think because his name is spelled P E A R, it's Pear instead I of Pearson. So. I need to ask him to send me like one of those audio messages, like the UFC Instagram. does, or that. Yeah, that's great. I love. Like, those. Remember, remember, we used to get those. The oh, UFC yeah. would send. Us. You don't get them anymore. I still get them. Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like wait, Kelvin. Gastelum. I was like, so your name's Gastelum now? Is that Kelvin Gastelum? What? The best Kelvin. is when it's like a super easy name, like Scott Smith. <laughs> Say it again slowly. Scott, Scott Smith. Smith. <laughs> Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. When did your name change, Kelvin? I know your name. Kamara Usman. I'm like, okay, dude, come on. We understand your name at this point. Francis. Francis. Ninganu. <laughs> I was like, wow. Hey, Francis Ninganu. <laughs> I feel like like there's only 10 people on the planet that get this joke, but it's so great because that's really how they do it. Basically, they send Yo, look out how much emails. I'm sweating, bro. <laughs> Why are you sweating so much? You're just having because a good time? Francis Ninganu. Hey, no. don't be joking about Francis. They'll be <laughs> fighting him in December, all right? When they Who? throw like you, they're gonna like yeah, back up right. the Briggs truck and offer yeah, you fifteen right. million to fight all no, Francis. Let me tell you something. For me to be fighting Francis Ninganu, <laughs> <laughs> you want nothing to do with the guy. 
Well, I mean, I'm not afraid, but it's like, come on, man. I mean, I mean, I mean, hey, I don't went, to, I don't went to Brooklyn. The crowd gave me the standing ovation as I walked off the court for the last time. I'm waving. I was in the Staples Center. I'm waving oh, as did, I walk man. off. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing the whole farewell tour. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, the Kobe. Yeah. I'm like every gym, every arena I go to. They're like, bye, DC. We love you. You know, I'm ah, curtain call. I'm exchanging jerseys, which is now illegal in the NFL, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm exchanging jerseys with players. I'm, I'm good. And now you're trying to bring me in back. Every time I'm out, they pull me back in to fight Francis Ngannou. Come on, man. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, also, I wanted to tell you, I don't know if you're still with us here. What exactly are you doing right now? Like, what, 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 what could possibly be more important than our show right now? I'm trying. So I was just got a text from Kane about practicing. You know, he's oh. like, I'm going to be at the gym today. You know, I was like, I was like, I know. I was like, well, I just got this message. I'm probably going to stay at home today. So I'm just trying to change, ch- figure out my training situation while you're reading the Modelo read, you know, support the them, support them because they support us. They support so us. They always Wait, have. Need, they want. Are, are you are you trying to say you need me? Listen, I'll punch you in your stomach faster than Steve Miocic is gonna try to punch me in my stomach. <laughs> Do you think I that would go down after one punch? I know you can't take a body shot. I am certain you can't. Just one punch. That's all. It takes. One body shot. Just Done. one body shot. Right uppercut. Right to the sternum. Oof. Just dig it in there as deep as I possibly can. You'd go down right on your stomach, face down. Just boom. Oh. All right, I, yeah, I, no. I, I, you know, honestly, I've got this weird, like, desire to punch you in the stomach now. Wow. Can I punch you in the stomach one time whenever we're together next? Maybe. If just this like, show becomes a real thing. Like, but just, like, you stand there, hands up. Like, hands you know how up. Francis, you know how Francis yeah, Nagano's yeah, yeah. not doing this Yeah, whole but he's taking thing? it from, like, a flyweight. Yeah, but so I'm let me the get opposite you, here. Let, let me just get you with one, just, like, I'll do, you know, do this little twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then boom. And then I get one back? I get one back? You can have as many as you want. Oh. <laughs> you can have as many as you want. If I can get one, I'll let. I'll give you three to every, five to every one. Okay. 
we'll think about it if this show becomes a real thing. Now, big news last week after we were done our show, your boy's back. Habib is back. <laughs> Two weeks ago, you're telling us he may never come back, and now he's back October 24th against Justin Gaethje. And not only is he back, he's, he's laid it out. He said October, Justin Gaethje, April, George St. Pierre. And then what? So wait, is that it? And then he said that's it. He told Dana White he wants to end with George St. Pierre 30-0. and 0. So what's going on? What are your thoughts here? We know you got the scoop. Spill the beans. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. They I, no, you? you know, he's going to fight, ready to go. I mean, Javier's on his way to Russia after, after my fight's done. Hobbs going out there to, to train him and get him ready. You know, this dude. So no AKA uh, this time. Well, the gym's all messed up, right? right? And can they even get into the country to train here? You know, it's, it's a whole, it's, it's a mess. You know, it's better for him to be in training in Russia and he'll be fine. You know, he knows how to train. Um, everybody's making changes, but it feels good to know that the champ's coming back and he's excited. You know, I've been, I've been talking to him. Uh, dude's getting ready. Uh, all, he's always training, but um, more concerned about how things are going here for us, you know, as, as he starts to get himself ready for his fight. But it's massive. I think this is a very dangerous fight. This yes. is the most dangerous fight in the division. And um, I'm excited that he's going to be back sooner than later to uh, defend the championship. Are you surprised that he's coming back in October? I, I well, yeah, you know, because, you know, I thought it would, he would be a little bit longer. But the right. reality is, you know, we find motivation in different ways. Maybe he wants to honor his father through performance. You know, you watch we talked about you know you watch his dad's reaction to him beating Dustin Poirier it was like he was filled with joy and he can go and, and represent and honor his father's memory by going out there and competing it's a it's a big thing I'm, I'm happy for him I always call him my champion our champion you know because he's the only champ at AKA right now you know mm -hmm. so um, we're excited that our champion gets to go fight again massive fight I, I, I you know people mistake this for disrespect but it's not I've, I've called Khabib, the most dominant fighter in the history of the sport, certainly the history of the UFC, 20-0, 12-0 inside the octagon, only lost one round officially. That was round three to Conor McGregor, of course. Um, but I think Justin Gaethje, this version of Justin Gaethje, will be his toughest test to date, considering his wrestling, his takedown defense, and considering his striking and how hard he hits. If Justin Gaethje's on point, I'm not ultimately saying Justin wins because I have that much respect for Khabib, the fighter, but... I think he will give uh, Habib the most fits. And if he could somehow, somehow, and I know it's like an impossible thing, but somehow keep this fight standing, look out. Yeah. L good luck with that. Like, there's not a person. <laughs> you don't even think there's not, person, there's not a person between 155 and 185 that could keep the fight standing with that dude. And okay, I'm well being now, serious. Well, now, you're, now, now, you've just, now you've just lied to the public. No, I'm being serious. Because there is one person residing in Saint Isidore, Quebec, Canada, the pride of George St. Pierre? Yes, my hero listen, and yours. Listen. That George, man can hey, keep the I fight love standing. GSP, but GSP's getting taken down, man. No chance. GSP is getting taken down by no Habib bro. He's getting taken down. What well, wait? What well, wait? It doesn't matter. 170? 165? 165? 165. That's that's great. George St. Pierre versus Habib Nurmagomedov would be the biggest fight that we've ever – we're oh. going. You and I are going. Oh, my God. And, and you're going hey, to wear your Canadian shirt. <laughs> you have to. So oh. I'll just be a total homer? Yep. Oh, Canada. Yes, you know, yes. like, hey, you Our go hero. with Canada. I'm going to have the, the, the red, the blue, 
white and red of Russia, okay. laughing <laughs> across my shirt as Habib walks to the octagon. Oh, Dagestan, Dagestan. You know this song he listens to? No, it's I a don't. Great song. Oh, oh, the walkout, the walkout. Yeah, yeah it's a great song, that Dagestan song. It is and nice. It would be the biggest fight that the UFC seen in a long time. Is it this a bet right now? Are we, are, we, are we betting on this right now? Oh, we're definitely making a bet. <laughs> we're if definitely GSP betting. fights Khabib within the next year, by next April, he will win. You think so? Yes. You think GSP beats Habib Nurmagomedov if they fight? Yes. I, I was Even with of the it. time away. Even with the time well, okay, away, so you think George beats him. I'm happy you said that. When he announced his retirement, not this February, last February, right? So a year and a half ago, I was like, oh, if they would have made this fight in May, there was no doubt in my mind. Now the time off, he's in great shape, right? I mean, you've seen yeah. him. He looks to be in great shape. I'm a little worried about the time off, but I really do think he has the skill set. You think you're taking down GSP at will like that? I no, because but it, this is the problem. You don't need to. Habib doesn't need to take you down. At Who has will. better striking? Who has better striking? George St. Pierre. Okay. George so St. Pierre has better striking. If he can't take GSP down. Wait, but that's the thing, though. It's not going to be if he can't take GSP down. He <laughs> is taking GSP down. <laughs> I'm trying to explain it to you. He is taking GSP down. No. Bro, he's taking GSP down. And once he gets him down, he's going to be stuck there. And that's where the problem arises. It's not. It's you think GSP is going to be stuck Habib, on the ground? What? what you've lost it's your not, mind now. It's not Habib. To, it, oh, Habib gets to take down. It's once he takes you down, you're stuck. Bro. I remember grab. I'm a heavyweight. I should not feel like, wow, this dude's strong when a 55-pounder grabs you. I remember being on the bottom of him, and I'm like, there's a video out. And, and I was like, okay, I'm getting up now, right? Because I was just like, I'm just going to get up. I'm just going to explode and get up. But then he was holding me there. So I had to try, like, really, really hard to get away from the dude. That should not be the case when he fights at 155. So I can only imagine what the guys that are under him feel like Whenever he's grappling with them, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. you heard Dustin Poirier. He goes, I, I just I, I can't get him off of me. He's sure. like, I can't get him off of me once he gets me down, bro. He's so strong. It's it's crazy. But there are levels yeah. to this game, right? I understand. Oh, Poirier doesn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Like this don't is Dustin. Don't disrespect I'm not. Dustin Poirier. Don't, don't make it don't out like no. Everyone's the same. Like, not everyone's so was, cut from the same. I think club. so. Dustin's not on GSP's no, stop level. Stop it. Stop. So he's no. Actually, is that is that is that an unfair statement to make? Um, George so, St. Pierre is the okay, greatest George fighter to ever is the fight. greatest fighter of all. George St. Yes. Pierre may be the greatest fighter of all Maybe, time. Yes. yes. So there, yes. Okay, so he's on a different level than most people. Right. He's he's about at the level of Habib Nurmagomedov. Like okay. that's because I think Habib because I think Habib Nurmagomedov, like you said, is the most dominant fighter the world has ever seen. Not just the UFC, the the entire world. Like what he has done to people is insane. Unbe and it's unbelievable. Absolutely. Yesterday, I no. put, yesterday, when I put that video up of me beating the ratings, is just people were like, I wonder what this dude's going to rate Habib. Six stars is what I'm going to do. Six is that stars. No, five is the most. I'm oh. giving this dude an extra star. That When you go 28-0, when you go 28-0, and you don't make any mistakes, there's no hiccups, right? Like, even for John Jones, who's well, undefeated. Round, round three against Connor. But even for John Jones, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So when you're nitpicking yeah. rounds, like when you have to pick rounds. <laughs> I'm just doing that for the annoying losers. But that's online. how crazy, though. Like, yes. that's how crazy dominant. I'm going to get like 15 DMs now. You, SOB, you know, But you man. don't, like, here's the thing. Let's, let's clear this up. You don't yeah. hate Habib. I you don't love hate, Habib. Don't I have no Habib. issues. No. You, you, you've always praised Habib. You have you praised Kamara Usman 
to the moon after he defended his championship. You, you praise Gilbert Burns for how great he looked against Tyron Woodley. This whole narrative that you hate these guys is so ridiculous and absurd, it's crazy. So let's just put that Thank out you. there right now. But at Thank the end of the day, Khabib Nurmagomedov, or Habib Nurmagomedov, yes. beats George St. Pierre in a fight. But first, he has to get through Justin Gaethje. Let's which not, is not going to be easy, right? It's no, not be easy. let's not look past uh, the great Justin Gaethje. Okay, but if, okay, if he gets by Justin Gaethje, which I don't think will be easy, which I think to date will be his toughest test, do you think the fight actually happens, GSP versus Khabib? Do you think I they think make they, it? I think they try to make it happen. Because, because the problem was, and I get it from the UFC's perspective, they didn't want GSP to fight him, potentially win, it could happen, and then walk away. Now you can't make money off the guy who just beat the undefeated Khabib. But if Khabib is going to come out and say, this is my not, retirement might fight. As well. Make the biggest fight possible. Make oh, the biggest fight possible. It right? Be like nuts. <laughs> no, I, dude, that would be crazy, right? I <laughs> hope be. they have crowds for this one. Like, if, if, oh, my God. It would there's be nuts. nothing better, right? There's nothing better than a fight like that with yeah. the crowd. As big as these fights, they're great with no crowd. I love it. But, man, when you're in the arena and Connor walks out yeah, and then amazing. Habib walks, it's, a, it's the most amazing yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. Even as an analyst, I was there when Weidman fought Anderson, and the, the, the anticipation was so thick that I'm up on the desk going crazy because I'm like a fan in that moment. you know. So there's nothing like it, and I hope there are fans if Habib and GSP fight because – that would be it, the most insane atmosphere ever. If Habib wins, you get the body shot. If GSP wins, no, I get no. I get ten. I'm trying to I collect. More, I'm trying to collect more than that. That body shot's happening. Regardless, been, well, you've been rolling around with that thing on your head like you've been boxing. Let's just do it, man. Come yeah, on, it was boxing. I have to it. take a break though because of the what happened? COVID. Well, because of the COVID, I, w- I was rolling. I was I was legit secretly thinking about like one amateur fight, just one. Just yeah, for fun, right. just to stick it to the haters. That you know is I mean? absolutely insane that you would think about fighting. What amateur? Against who? Head? I don't know. Some scrub. I'll find some guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pick the guy. Let me pick the opponent. No, I'll no. find you somebody to beat. Tell you nah, that. I'm good. I'm I'll good. I'll go pick that. him up right at the local liquor store. I'll be, hey man, <laughs> I got this guy. I want you to fight. You interested? But now, I'll of course, everything's there. been shut down. It's been a fortune. Anyway, I'm very excited about this. Uh, it's great to have him back. It's great yeah. to have uh, the GSP stuff. I called GSP last week and he had no idea. He had no idea about any of this. And I said, George, did you, uh, did you see this comment? Because Dana was asked about it and he said, you know, he'll consider it if it's a retirement fight. And he, and he kept saying, so in French, damn is mailed, like kind of crap, you know? So he kept saying, mailed, Ariel, Ariel. Just when I think I'm done, they pull me back in. He really? said it. Really? He said oh, it. He's he said interested. It. Oh, he's oh. interested. Not only that. Not only at DC, I got insight into the Wait, mind is- of a genius because then he started thinking, he's like, okay, my weight is this. I have to call my coach. I have to do this. I'm in good shape. He starts like talking to himself and I'm like, wait a second, George, they're not offering <laughs> you the fight, by the way. It's just like a thing. But like it started to just go brrr, like a hundred miles an hour in his Cause mind. Because he's, comp- he's a competitor and he's yeah. great. And he's, he's a competitor and he's great. And when a challenge like that arises, he can't help but think about it. Like, oh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Now, now I'm interested. Doesn't because care about the else, belt. Doesn't care about what the else belt. Interest, what else interests George St. Pierre? This is it. Nothing. This is it, right? So when it, it be, Mel, Mel, now nah, very Mel, Mel. You know, he's Mel and he's Mel and no, not Mel, Mel with an R. Mel, Meld. 
You got to roll the R back. Meld. You're French. Call me in. What are you saying? Mel or Mel? Meld. M E R D E. Mel. Meld. Like nerd. Merd. Yeah. Merd. Merd. He's merding all over the place. Just thinking about the fight. But hey, that's exciting. Now that's exciting. That's exciting that right away his mind went to, how do I prepare for this? That would be madness. George St. Pierre and Habib Namega. I mean, Whose name goes first on whose name's at the top oh. of the marquee? Is it Habib versus GSP? Is if it's 165, that's not a weight class. Yeah. Is it GSP versus Habib? Who walks first? Does Habib walk oh. first? Or I does Habib be given the respect to, to I mean, go who second? walks first? Who walks first? I you think know? Habib walks first, no? I mean, Give respect if, to if, the... if, it's, well, if it's at 165, that's not a weight class. The champ don't get to walk second if it's not a weight class. I mean, it, if it's at 165, I mean, on, on the arena, does it say GSP versus Habib? Does, does that stuff really Habib matter to you guys? It matters. It, it does? Because A-side, B-side. Yeah. Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Mayweather yeah. versus McGregor. Like, that stuff matters. And, and in a big-time event like that, you know, you got the legend, two-division champ versus the undefeated guy, the most dominant of all time. <laughs> oh. Don't get me excited. I, I, I mean, you, you, I've gotten too excited about this potential fight now. Okay, let's talk about Man. another uh, potential thing. Meld. Uh, we haven't talked a lot about Connor over the last few months, but he did emerge uh, late last week, first tweeting, I accept, and then tweeting a couple of, actually a day later uh, in, in uh, Filipino, he tweeted- the same, I can't say that. Something with a <laughs> KO at the end. Uh, and then, so that got people thinking about Manny Pacquiao, right? Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. L- let me just weigh in on this, if I can, very quickly about Connor. This has been an incredible spring slash summer for the UFC. And it's not over yet, right? You're returning. We've got Izzy versus Costa in September. We've and got, be- I mean, those three main events, pay-per-views, I mean, whoo, dream fights, right? This has been an incredible time. And they were one of the first sports leagues in the world to come back. Not too many, you know, positive tests, Fight Island, all that. I mean, even the biggest hater can't say anything right now, right? They're on fire. I mean, for God's sakes, they essentially carried ESPN for like three months when nothing else was going on, right? I mean, it's been incredible. But there's one blunder. There's one blunder. There's one dark cloud over all of this, and it's Conor McGregor. It is a travesty that Conor McGregor is healthy, eager. Bro, but it, out of trouble, yeah, and he is re- fighting. That the fact no, I, that this guy told us, remember late last year when he said, I'm going to fight three times in 2020, right? And of course, who could have predicted the pandemic, right? Who could have predicted huh? this? But the fact that this guy can't get a fight and is trending in the direction of fighting once in 2020 and it was for 40 seconds in January is a travesty. The fans aren't coming back. If you're waiting for the gate, it's not happening anytime soon. Get Connor a fight. Like, how is this happening? How is it happening that Connor McGregor has to even go down the road of a Manny Pacquiao or even flirt with it or anything like that? This is a big blunder, in my opinion. A massive. Let me blunder. tell you something, man. You know, initially when we spoke about this, I told you I was like, get him a fight. I agreed, right? I agreed. But then I found out that opportunities were offered, right? He just didn't necessarily so like no replacement fighter. No, stuff. that's the thing. He you, just didn't like. He see, just did didn't like a replacement fighter. But he just didn't like the option. Well, dude, most people are like most because the reality is, the reality is, he would have fought. He would have fought. He would have fought. If 
I don't know about it, that because at the time, I don't think people from Ireland could have come to Jacksonville in May. Okay, well, I didn't know that. But I'm saying the reality is he would have been Justin Gaethje, right? He would have been Justin Gaethje. But the reality is, like, they want him to fight. But, like, who does he fight? Who does he fight? Who, There's no did, talks going on right now. It's screeching halt. Even Dana was asked about the Manny thing on Saturday, and he's like, I don't care about that. Like, how, like whether you like it or not, Biggest star in the sport. Biggest well, say, star in the sport. Well, the reality is, though, the reality is because of all the momentum the UFC has at this point, I think it's showing. Like, as they don't you know, we love to have you, but we'll keep rolling without you if we have to. But he's not the one. He's not asking for more money. He's not no, the he one that's being a more money or anything. But where do, like, who's he fight? Like, I'm sure Conor McGregor Diaz. call and be like, I'll fight this dude. Diaz. If Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz decide they want to fight, you think the UFC wouldn't put that on? Right away they put that on. Why aren't they trying? I don't know. Masvidal, Poirier, Ferguson. I don't want him to fight Masvidal. I think Masvidal is a big dude and his stand-up. It's too much a stand-up fight. I think that would be fun. Well, okay, there, there are options. The idea that there, there are, are options. options. I think so, there are ch- no. I think there are chances. But again, we don't know what Connor's thinking. Like you, you got to think, man. Like when you're dealing with a guy at that level of stardom, you can't just send him a bout agreement with a name on it and expect him to just fight. He has a say in just about everything that he does. So you have to kind of get on the phone and talk to him and figure out what approach you guys are going to take. I think frustration on both sides. There's frustration from Connor's side. There's frustration from the UFC side. I just don't get and this. Now you it's not like he's holding out. This isn't Masvidal or John Jones. It's not like he's playing hardball. Hey, what this- is going on with John Jones? Like, I haven't heard. We haven't said anything about this for well, a month and a half now. John is John is what you're talking about. They don't need John right now, right? They might call him in December, but they're booked all the way up until November at this point. So they don't need to even engage if he's being a problem. But here's the thing. Remember when, when Connor fought in January? He said, I'm ready to go in February yeah, he or said he March. Had a season. I'm going to fight my season. This is my season, my year. And now here we are in August, and the guy doesn't have anything on the books, and it's looking like he's got nothing. So I just don't understand how he got to this point because he, you, you are wasting – a Conor McGregor who is out of trouble. Like, let's give credit where it's due. Yep. Horrible yep. 2019. He's done nothing wrong, you know, as far as publicly in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Stay out of trouble. Yep. Helped his community. Seems healthy. Seems in shape. Has done everything that's been asked of him as the star. And you can't get him a fight. I, do, I don't, I can't wrap my head around this. How can I don't you understand? I, I mean, again, like I said, I don't understand why, but I think, I think that when, again, we're just guessing. Right. We're always guessing about the way this business works. And I think when you deal with a star like Conor McGregor, everything has to be uh, the right way. You don't like I, you don't just send him a bout agreement and say, here, this is who you're fighting. You got to like, let's talk about out. who he's willing to fight. And I think at a point they will do that. But right now it's like you can't be, you know, maybe November, you know, like he he's not going to he's not. Conor's not going to fight. This is the thing. Conor's not going to fight on. He wouldn't have fought on my card. He wouldn't have fought on uh, the card in Costa Romero. Sure. He wouldn't fight on Habib's card. Like, he's not fighting as a pay-per-view with anyone else. Okay, I'm happy so, you brought that up. The same rules don't apply anymore. You know why? Because before, the UFC had to book venues, dates, and stuff. They could they could make a pay-per-view next week if they want. Like, just put yeah. it on ESPN. So it's just add a pay-per-view. Why not? It's Conor McGregor. You think anyone's saying no to that? If Conor would have fought on that July 11th card and no other title fights, they would have gone 2 million pay-per-view buys because there was nothing going on. You saw what Usman and, and Masvidal yes. did. They yes. would have gone 2 million on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. Yes, they would have. How are we turning this down? No, I mean, I, I don't know. But again, we don't know the inner workings as to what's going on. You know, there's got to be more to it. than. Wait, are what, you thinking you know? I am just talking just to talk right now? Or you think, you know? So you know stuff. So Listen, why aren't you sharing? 
I'm sharing with you right I now. I sure don't. I sure don't know what's going on on the inside. Like, I really don't know what's going on the Listen, inside. Listen, I don't talk just to talk. You well, you kind of do, now. actually. That's what like you your about? thing. It's all, it's all educated. Oh, nuance. so you're, you're, so you're essentially delivering Connor's message, like, give me a fight? <laughs> I think he delivered his own message, right? I think he delivered okay. his own message. Can we, can we get this guy a fight? And if not, do you want to see him versus Manny Pacquiao? I want to see him fight. I just want to see Conor McGregor you, fight. Do you care about that fight? I just fans- want to – here's my thing. Manny Pacquiao, I think it's, it's a very dangerous fight because he won't, he won't start slow like Floyd Mayweather. He'll try to just beat him up. And I don't know if Conor has the ability to fight a Manny Pacquiao. Dude's dangerous. Um, the point is, Conor do you fight- even care to see Conor box anymore? Like we saw it once. I want to see Conor fight in the octagon. That's where I want what to see he's best at. Yes, what he's best at. We all, we all respect the star power to go to boxing and sell a ton of pay-per-view. But I want to see him fight where he's, he's good at, where he's the best, and that's in, in mixed martial arts. I want to see him fight. I think everybody wants to see Conor fight. I don't disagree that we want to see Conor McGregor fight. I just think that we have to find the right fight for Conor McGregor. I just named you like four. Which one would you pick? Uh, of I've, the four. I, I've long said the Diaz. I mean, the fight Diaz trilogy sells like itself. Layup. That's the one. Uh, by the way, can you imagine the Diaz trilogy in an empty arena? These dudes talking to each other in there. Oh, it'd be incredible. It'd be great. It would it'd get two million, bu- two million. Easy. It would do two million bucks. And well, whenever Connor fights, it's going to sell two million. But people. even now, with like people start, like all the ratings are up for everything, right? Because people missed it so much. It's like it. It gives me a headache to think that they're not even talking. It seems like there's bad blood. I don't get it. It's like. Yeah, yeah, sure. Has he been a pain at times for them? Yeah, sure. But like at the end of the day, he always draws well. And he always delivers. And it's not like I'm trying to shoehorn something here. The guy is healthy and ready to go. Like, what's the problem? I don't get. Are we? And if we're waiting for the if we're waiting for the gate, then fine. But like the company seems to be rolling along, right? You're fighting. Like I'm sure they wanted you to fight in front of a crowd. It would have been great in San Francisco. I'm sure they wanted Khabib to fight in front of a crowd. Why is he the only one that's on the island? That's the part. Is it because he makes that much more? He makes way more than the rest of us at the gate. Yeah. It's not even comparable. Like, he doesn't get a piece of the gate. They just they, – they, they recoup Yeah, that's some, just right? a, a, another source of revenue for the company. But, like, he makes way more than the rest of us at the gate, like, than anybody. It's like double. Yeah. It's like double, triple uh, most athletes. So um, there is loss. But you're right. I would love to see him. Uh, I'd love to see Connor fight. I hope that he comes back soon. I spoke to Ferguson last week. Uh, he was in great spirits. I haven't heard him sound like this in a really is long time. Is he healthy? Time. He's healthy. He wants to fight in October, he said. Maybe that same card as Habib, which would be fascinating. Mention two names that he thinks makes the most sense, Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Of those two, which do you like best for him? Man, I think, again, I think Conor, him and Conor, because of the importance of the fight, being that whoever wins can get a title fight, put Tony right back where he wants to be, right? right? Because he deserves it. He had won so many fights in a row, never got his actual shot. I agree. Connor beat a, Connor beats a Tony Ferguson that put two fights in a row um, after losing to Habib. You say, well, he's, he's warrants another title fight. Also the fact that they both used to be managed by the same guy. And, and uh, Tony always felt like it was, a you know, Connor was always the golden, you know, goose and, all this other stuff. It's just the story writes itself. And also, because I don't want to see uh, Dustin Poirier fight Tony Ferguson right now as a really? friend. Just because I don't, I, don't, I, I don't want him to be in another one of those wars like that. It's like I, don't, I, I would prefer him get in there and fight somebody else that 
um, the, the matchup's not as brutal as some of these fights that he's been in over the course of the last couple of years. I think we have a better chance of seeing Poirier versus Ferguson. I think we will see him uh, in the fall time. And I think that that's going to be the easier fight to make, right? Because there's all these issues with Connor and whatnot. And, what, and, what, and whatnot. So I think that that's probably, I think if you can figure out a way of putting that on the Habib card, like you're, you've got the backup fight, right? And it could be a number one contender fight as well. Yeah, for, for sure. By the way, what's that? Have you ever seen that picture? People post this all. <laughs> you picture, don't know man. what I'm going to bring up, do you? No, what picture, man? What are People... you talking about? <laughs> Every time something good happens on, on online, like on Twitter, MMA related, people always post this picture. I think I sent it to Corporate Jake. If you if you have it, can you please show it? Um, of of you. <laughs> what is you, it, man? Of you in bed, like shirtless, and you're looking at a phone. <laughs> And you've got a smile. Do you know the picture I'm talking about? The yeah, meme? it's me on the phone. Like, what, what, what are you looking at? I have no idea, man. I was cutting weight, so it obviously was something good because I was smiling. Where does this stuff start, though? Like, where does all this stuff start, man? Because I, I pulled up the tweet from Connor, the I accept tweet, and, like, one of the top <laughs> replies <laughs> is, yeah, <laughs> in bed. You know that. what's funny? You know what's so funny about that? Like, there's that picture, but then there's a, the same picture. Like, Habib's standing right next to the, like, sitting right on the bed or something, like, looking at me in the phone screen. Oh, we were really? looking at something together. Like, I don't know where that picture is, but it's like he's in that picture. They must have kind of cropped him out or something. Oh, my. In the one where you're lying down? Yeah, I'm, like, laying in bed, and he's, like, on, he's sitting on the bed next to me. We're looking really? at something on my phone. I, I feel like that's Photoshop. No, there do you are. Remember more him pictures. being there that day? I do because it was it was in Bo- <laughs> <laughs> it was in Boston. It was in Boston when I fought Vulcan. I'm serious. That's it was fine. in Boston. You don't remember what you were looking at though? I don't remember what I was it was something good. Yeah. It yeah, had yeah. to be something appropriate because I wouldn't be showing Habib anything like nasty. So it's like it has to be something appropriate. You see it pop up as well all the time. I get it from my parents on the wrestling team. It's like when you look at your kid's coach as a meme on the internet everywhere. Oh my god! I'm like, what am I looking at? Like, what's so funny and amusing and stupid? I wish people would just leave me alone with these memes, man. Because there's a lot of them. Like, there are a lot of memes of me. One, uh, the crying one. The crying one is oh, just like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny at this point. Um, now this one has popped up. You know, the one, one of my favorites. Pho- oh, go they ahead. Photoshop me holding that towel. Like, I don't know how they make that thing yeah, look so real. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, it's all these things. Like, they, they, they make these memes of me, man. One know. of my favorites is uh, from the, the split screen with Jones when you're like, like that one, the laughing yeah, yeah, one. That was a good one, too. That the one, one, one I was laughing. Yes, yes, yeah, because yes. It was, cause he's, you know why? He had said, the, he said, fought. He had said fought. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life, bro. It's so crazy. I had never heard anything like it in my life, bro. He uh, said, I'm not. He said, I fought Vitor Belfort. I fought this guy and I fought this guy. And I, <laughs> I was like, what? I couldn't believe what I was hearing, bro. Like, I was like, what? It. Then finally I was like, yo, just because you say something so much, you cannot make it a word in the English dictionary, dog. You can't say like fought in so many times. He kept saying fought. And I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like it's when no you said word. Reddit. I did not say Reddit. Yeah, I you was said like, you read it. No, I said, you. yeah, you just read it. Like, you just no, read like it. You like, read it. Like, you, you're doing past tense for, instead of saying read, you said you read it the wrong thing. 
No, I didn't. Yes, I said, you did. every With time the Todd I Duffy said, thing. You said Reddit. I said, no matter what you do, no matter what Reddit. you do, no matter what's on what's on the screen, I said. No, I said, yeah, and you just read it. Like, you just read it. Like, you just read it like that. A lot of people thought you said read it. No, you just read it like that. Like, you said, you said every time I look on Wikipedia, they put Todd Duffy versus uh, John Vellante, and I go, yeah, and you just read it like that. Like, you just That's read all. it that way. A lot of people said otherwise. That's all. Yeah, because people are stupid, and they probably think foughten is a word in the dictionary. So Why up. does the light keep coming out of your window like that? Because it's that... <laughs> See, that's why I needed my piece of tape, dog. It's like swaying. It's now swaying somehow. The air conditioner's on. Okay, let's round third here very quickly. Uh, one last thing I wanted to ask you about. True or false, you're down to see Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky 3. True. I'd watch it. Really? Partially biased because Max is my buddy. But the reality is I can understand why Alexander Volkanovsky is like, let me fight somebody different. Yeah, come I on, get man. It. Poor guy. Like, I'll you watch can- it. I'll watch it again. But... I don't have a problem with, you know, Volkanovski fighting someone else and Max fighting uh, a Calvin Cater and then getting another title shot. But I, I as a friend of Max Holloway, would like to see the third sure. fight. But um, I don't have a problem with Volkanovski going, you know what, man, come on. Like, seriously. What? Judge scored it for me. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. I mean, it, the funny thing is, is that you can justify the, re- the third fight after the second because it was so close less so after the first and they gave it to him after they gave him the rematch after the first anyway we'll see I what happens the first fight was pretty close too yeah robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary ai to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting technology marketing and creative legal and administrative and customer support at robert half we know talent visit roberthalf.com today 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify (laughs) shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. A few uh, shout-outs before we go here. I uh, want to give a shout-out, by the way, to Lucas Brown. Did you see this uh, tweet yeah, from yeah, Lucas yeah, I Brown? Yeah, yeah, that. That's crazy. About, I've never seen that picture before. Unbelievable. You really beat this guy up. I was scared of him, Ariel. You know, they said when you do, he was so big. But they say when you're afraid, you're, you're able to do some real damage. So I just was afraid. This is early in the day. This is a world champion boxer that you fought back in yeah, the day. very early, too. Like, I had only fought, like, three times in my career. Unbelievable. Um, so shout out to him for sharing that with us all these years later. Um, wanted to give a shout out to uh, Bobby Green. Bobby Green has really evolved oh. into a, uh, a very thoughtful young man. You know, a little, uh, you know, uh, rough around the edges early on. He was very adversarial to the media, to other people. Now he keeps coming back and fighting on these cards and like uplifting the world, talking about his kids. <laughs> and just seems to be in a great place. Uh, maybe the spitting was a little bit uh, not very smart for no, the COVID. No, it, it was awesome. It was Triple H. Right? It was I know, Triple but, H. Like, the cerebral assassin. 
It was beautiful. A lot of germs, no? It was awesome. I liked it. It's his thing. He does it all the time. He does it I when know, he flips but... into the octagon. He does it. It's great. It was awesome. It's cool. Uh, anyway, Chill. Bobby Green. Shout out to Bobby Green. Uh, Vicente op- Luque. Yes. He's clean. Bobby Green's clean. So there is no COVID being spread with that. So you're Fair fine. Enough. Fair enough. Um, Vicente Luque with the big win wants to fight Nathan Diaz. How about that? That's a great fight. Vicente Luque is really coming into his own. He looked phenomenal against Randy Brown, and he's looked phenomenal the last few times we've seen him. You know, dude's dude's as good as they come now. No chance uh, Nate takes that fight. But no, uh, Nate won't fight a Vicente Luque. Those days are gone, right? right? Like, those days are gone. Like, that, you know, I love that these guys take their shots, but Connor's not just fighting anybody, and Nate Diaz is not just fighting anybody. These guys get to a level where only big fights, it, it, uh, it gets them interested in just like George St. Pierre. Everybody calls George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre won't fight Kamaru Usman, but he will fight a Habib Nurmagomedov. Only those right. types of things interest those guys. Actually, I'm surprised more people don't call it Nate just because he's a big name. But, hey, you got to shoot your shot. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Tanner Boser, who's coming back to fight Andre Arlovsky on October 3rd. The big Canadian just That's keeps on ticking, baby. He just keeps fighting. He just keeps fighting every time. And, Again, now he's at that spot, right, where you get that name, that recognizable name that will either propel you forward or will put you back, uh, you know, take a step back, back to that prospect type of uh, level. So let's see if Tanner handles it better than Edmund Shabazian did uh, last weekend. Mike Perry posted an apology on his, uh, on his social media. It's been a rough uh, couple of weeks for him uh, with that video that emerged, some, some uh, accusations from his ex-wife. So we'll see where Mike goes from here. Um, but now and- things are looking better for Mike. And, and, you know, he's having a baby. Yes. Right? He, he had an a, a announcement of his baby. He's having a boy. Mm-hmm. And it seems as though he's starting to uh, see things a little more clearly. And maybe the expectation of his first kid is the thing that's going to allow for him to uh, start to really do things the way that he wants to uh, do and and start to lay the foundation and the groundwork for raising a, a young man in this society. Should have said this at the top of the show, but shout out to everyone in Canada celebrating Civic Day today. It's a uh, national holiday in Canada. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Another one. Bro, what in the world? It's Civic Day. Another so holiday. Do... Yes. You, yep. know, you know, we let me tell you something, man. We have not been doing this much. We haven't been doing this too long. And there's been about seven Canadian holidays, man. That's right. Y'all got to stop making up holidays. This is crazy, man. Civic Day. National Canada Day. Uh, We had Victoria Day. Victorian Day. The the, the Independence Day, whatever that one was called. Like, how many holidays do y'all have, man? We got coming up, too. We've got Family Day coming up. Family Day. (laughs) That's a good one. Don't ever. Let me tell you something. If we're on this show on family day, do not say happy family day. I'm telling you, I'm cutting it off, man. At some point, I got to cut it off. I cannot allow you to keep making up holidays, man. I cannot allow you I'm to not keep making up holidays. Uh, and shout out to you, DC. This is it, what? the stretch drive. Yeah, it's over. It's <laughs> what over. Be, we're in the fun. So the people have been run. asking me if you're going to do the show next week. It's going to be a little we're different. We're going to do an interview style show. Now right. we'll do an interview. Where we go back It'll just to be the, the classic Monday. Classic Monday. Every time I did a media tour, uh, I always made sure I talked to my boy Helwani, and uh, we're gonna do it in that way next week. So, so it's good. Uh, we might have an old friend of yours uh, help us out on the back end, though. Who? You know, just to help us out on the back end to talk about the nitty gritty. Who? Like we'll do the interview, but then an old friend will tag you out. Who? You don't know who? They didn't tell no. you? No. Tell me. 
I have a say in this because I, I will burn. If it's somebody I don't choose, I'll burn this whole thing to the ground right now. I'm telling you, you better, it better be an acceptable choice or I will burn it down. I will uh, burn it down. There's a whole lot of thinging going on. Who's coming in? We love the funk. Yeah. Askren? We love the funk. So Askren's doing the show with you? When you leave, he will tag in to talk about the news and notes of the week. Because we don't want to keep you around for an hour and a half or so. So Askren has been tagged in. We love the funk. Uh, we love that funk. We love that funk. Are you okay with this? We want the funk. Yeah, I love Askren. Hey, I love Ben Askren. Ben Askren works. He can definitely DC. <laughs> it can still be DC oh, and Helwani. Oh, yeah, you're still a part it's of better, it. Better but ben I'm just Askren not going to be asking you to break down Derek Lewis versus Alexi Olenek next Maybe week. I'll have Ben Askren be my replacement when I go on vacations and stuff. Oh, so. dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> you, don't, you, you better be careful because I will burn it down. You know what I'm saying, Ariel? You got to watch me. I'm, You've got I'm nine jobs. Jealous. I've got one. So it's a little I'm, Hey, Ariel, I'm very jealous. You remember that time when I was seeing you? Every, every day I saw you with somebody else on ESPN. I was like, hey, man, you better <laughs> calm down. This is getting crazy. Well, I can't believe it. It's going to be here fight week. For now, though, I do believe we are out of time. DC, have a great final week of training. If you need anything from me, I'll be here in this same room. I don't go many places. Um, and, and, uh, and Ariel, I, yeah. seriously, I love I love this view of you. I love the pictures it, in the back. Thank you. I love the flags. It's nice, right? I love your view as well. Thank That's you, dog. I love the backdrops. The backdrops are awesome. They're it's great. Good. Changes yeah. every week. It's a beautiful thing. Keeps me <laughs> guessing on my toes. Anyway, thank you to everyone who continues to support us and uh, support DC on his road to that fight August 15th. Uh, thank you to the crew, uh, TST, Corporate Jake, Sean, everyone back there. And thank you to everyone who continues to rate, subscribe, review, and download the podcast each and every week. We love you as well. We're out of time. DC, Helwani, peace. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>